Awesome. And Ooh. we're back across the country. Across the country. And I'm, I'm behind. Uh, yes. Oh, sorry. You said. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> – I was going to say I'm behind in uploading the episodes, but I forgot I didn't even introduce myself. My name's Emily Fender. <laughs> Whoa. First and last. I am Lindsay Poyer, and I'm recording from Pop Shell Studio in Cleveland, Ohio. Where are you at, and- Emily? And I'm recording from Seattle, Washington. So we're across the country. We're across the country. Podcast where we talk about how we're across the country and how we wish we weren't across the country. It's crazy. It's about how we're star-crossed lovers. That's what this podcast <laughs> really is. I'm just Surprise. Kidding. Shock factor. <laughs> that would actually be a decent twist if at some point, like, it turned in. I couldn't keep it up, though. But, like, I oh, <laughs> that would <rude>. be yeah, – sorry. <laughs> I couldn't even pretend for I one minute. Even, like, I'm just letting you know, Lindsay, like, it's cute and all, but, like, ew. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Being nice oh, no. to you. <laughs> oh, God. No, you wish. You would, you'd be you struggling. You can handle. I, I would be struggling. I can't handle someone as mentally healthy as you. You're so naturally happy, and it would freak me out. Like, if we were dating, I'd be sitting around, and you'd be, like, smiling happily, and I'd be like, what is, what's her game? What the fuck is she? What's going on over there? I don't understand. What is behind that smile? She's having a good time, and mm -mm. I mean, like, where's the side plot? (laughs) So, yeah, how are you doing, Lindsay? Dude, I'm doing good. Life is good. How about how about you? (laughs) I'm doing good. I had a weekend. um, Well, I guess not really a weekend, and not. It doesn't matter. Why do I try to get into the specifics? I had a Wednesday through Saturday in Portland, (laughs) which was nice. I enjoyed. I love Portland. I love going down to Portland. Um, I brought my little kitty cat. I stayed with my friend who lives there. He is a gas. I really enjoy his company a lot. Um, And it was just nice. I just kind of needed to get away. And I always just enjoy like kind of a new scenery. And I rented a car and we went and did fun little Portland things, which is like going to the Japanese gardens there. And that's really nice and beautiful. And then there's like the free. Have I taken you there? I've I've been there on my own. (gasps) Admit it. Scandal. Are you kidding? I know. I'm serious. It was it was on a family vacation. Lindsay. It was on a family vacation before you ever moved to the to the PNW. Are you, this doesn't, I this doesn't change my betrayal. But no, I have kidding. been there. But it was fun getting to. Oh, I love. It. They're so beautiful, and it was so fun because um, my friend who lives there, he's never been there, and he's like, "Wait, wait." I'm like, "You've never gone to the like." He's lived there for a year, and I'm like, "You've gone to motherfucking like Japanese gardens. They're such a staple." We went to the rose gardens. I oh. mean, there were no roses this time of year, but Portland is Rose City, and the rose gardens are free, so that's the fun. There's my little like touristy recommendation if you're in Portland. Um, when you fight your way through the Antifa mobs. Uh, and then managed to climb up the hill. There's a nice little garden. Just kidding. <laughs> Jokes, everyone. <laughs> but it, no, it was really beautiful. And it was nice. And I fucking – so another thing, I went to a comedy club, which was really nice. I got to see my first little, like, stand-up comedy thing. I kind of almost want to wow. call out the club, but I also, like, it was really small – 
and I'm kind of going to dog on the performances I saw. So I don't really want to call out the club. And also I was like very, they were aware. It was interesting. Me and my friend showed up and there was maybe like a room full of like 20 to 30 people there and we're just sitting around and they recognized that we were new people, which I personally really enjoyed. Yeah. They were like, ah, yeah. Like we, I'm like, oh, this is like the com, like this is like some like grungy comedy scene right now. And they all knew each other and they kind of had some banter, some like idea of each other. It was really interesting. Hmm. And it made me feel really confident that I could do comedy because some of those people motherfucking suck. <laughs> so that was cool. <laughs> Dude, do you do you like it when when comedians will like talk to you as like an audience member? So I liked no well, okay. So that's just it. Like I am struck and this crowd was also like a familiar crowd and so people weren't good and they were bombing a little, but like the crowd wasn't really heckling because it's kind of like that thing. Like if I went up and I saw my friend bomb on stage, I'm not like going to heckle them. And the crowd kind of felt that way. It felt like they're like, <laughs> yeah, Mike's not <laughs> what, doing what, so what? hot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just silently drink. I really wanted to heckle them, but I felt like alone in it. So I don't know. It was weird. They like, Sorry. They pulled my friend on stage and made him watch like a very long TikTok video. Oh. I don't know. It was funny. And then it was great too because my friend tried to make a joke at the end which did not land either. <laughs> and so when he came down, I was I was just so like it's okay. None of that was going well. So <laughs> You didn't really I don't know. I love comedy. I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying this whole I've really been flirting with that, this idea of getting into comedy. So it was really fun for me to go and sit in this club and realize that it's not, I don't know, I don't think stand-up comedy is this, like, scary or brilliant thing either, especially when you go to these comedy clubs. It's really like, oh, people are just drunk and someone's just up there being like, you know, the internet, I don't like that it's too fast why the five g's wasn't it good enough and i'm like okay i could do that I could, <laughs> dude one time i went to an open mic night and it was so it was like people doing like all sorts of things like some people were like singing some people were like i don't know like reading poetry this one girl mm-hmm. was trying to she was doing like some comedy but it was like mm-hmm. it it was mm-hmm. not landing dude it was not landing she was straight yes. up just reading from her twitter feed like it was she was just she just refreshed Ooh. her home page like, it was literally one thing but like it wasn't even she wasn't even reading her own tweet she was just reading what her oh. home page was and oh. as if like that's a bit like that she could do and it was not interesting <laughs> at all that's and her delivery was like not like she's very monotone I was like what is happening like <laughs> I will say there was like one girl who there were like two or three people oh my gosh one person had like a fish head on and their name was Gil Finley and their whole set was them being an anthropomorphic fish which was really fun like they were talking about <laughs> Okay, so like, again, this is like, this is why I enjoy, like, I enjoy dark comedy. So like, I guess, warning, I'm about to tell a dark joke, but I personally deeply, deeply enjoyed it. (laughs) Because like this man comes on stage with like a fish head on. And he's just like, I'm pro life. I think all women should be forced to carry their child to term. And everyone's like, quiet in the audience. And he's like, so I can eat them. Yum, yum. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> You're just immediately like, okay, 
What? <laughs> I don't know. And I was very into that was really good. There was this other girl really good. I don't know. I really enjoy absurdist, insane humor. I definitely feel like I also there's something kind of fun in watching someone painfully bomb. Like, I don't know. Did you I feel like I would like be sitting there and like I don't know. I'm not a nice person also either. Maybe I shouldn't be enjoying watching this person have a terrible time read their Twitter feed, but did you react at all? I I, I couldn't react. It was like too intimate exactly. of a crowd. Every, everyone was like, yeah, she's nailing it up there. Or like being supportive, like nodding their head. And I'm just out here like, what is she? Um, what is going on? This is just a Twitter feed. This is nothing to me. Around. This, this is <laughs> There was someone who was bombing really badly and the like crowd was silent. Like this is like the quietest. Like oh, you know, like there were people woof. like tittering, like 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 when people are bombing, but like kind of people are still chattering at least, so you don't hear how silent the bar is. But he like tries and gets everyone attention. He's like, oh hey, oh hey, and he like says some joke that fails, and he's like, Oh, rough crowd. I don't know. And oh, it's just no. there's something when they, about when you like, comment on that, it's just mm-hmm. not a good when the crowd is like really pretend quiet. like it's I a great know. crowd. I think it's almost, and it's then, almost and then worse the crowd than will getting heckled. Because I feel like getting heckled you can do something with, but when they're just fucking silent, it's like damn. Like they're just <laughs> waiting for me to get the fuck off stage. I don't know. It was it's all it's very entertaining. I want to get more into it and see more of that life. That's fun. Have you seen more open mics? I didn't know that. I really enjoy. I know. I I haven't been to an open mic in a while. That was like, oh my God, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. My one uh, roommate, oh man, I'll name him even though it's okay. I think he would stand by the story. My roommate, Christopher, uh, way back in college, he went to an open mic and he was like all gassed on it. He goes to read some poetry and he spends like motherfucking 15 minutes, like way, way, way past the point of like people's attention span. Like he is tittering on and on. He has like goddamn pages with him. He recognizes that he's taking too long. He's like flipping through these pages. He's oh, like no. speaking as fast as he can, trying to get through it. And they literally had to get up on stage and like get him off. And they're like, you're taking too long. He's like, no, no, I'm almost done. He's like, I they're like, no, 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 you got to get And he's like, wait, what? Like, oh, he was just like no. this awkward, artistic, like 19, 20-year-old, like feeling all his feelings and just trying to like, and just could feel how much the room was like, please shut the fuck up. And he's like, I couldn't stop. I was up there and I couldn't stop. I'm just like going faster and faster. Like, no, I can finish. I can finish. And it's really good. But then he like tried to read me this poem. And I was like, this is criminal. You cannot make someone sit and listen oh. to you for 20 minutes reading like, orating this random like I mean it's nice and beautiful but it is such a you know lengthy experience to ask of an amateur open night crowd yeah and I, don't know, I just like that really stuck with me just this idea oh. of like someone earnestly going up and just taking so fucking long and you just <laughs> sitting there and be like oh god like all right <laughs> we're going up there like <laughs> man Dude, actually, I can actually relate to that. So w- one of my friends does like some music. I wouldn't call it open mics, but like he'll be like headlining like shows at like local bars or something like that. So, uh, you know, I'll try to go out to some of them and support him. I'm not going to I'm not going to name his name because I just don't want like anyone 
<laughs> knowing some of the acts I'm about to talk about. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so anyway, so as the, the headliner team. for I would you would think like the headliner would be like going on like first or something, but he would actually be going on last. And so it would be mm-hmm. like this array of like other performers before him, like you know, shooting their shot, whatever, which most of them would like just have on their raps, like their music, and just lip sync over their music. Like they were not performing it at all. They were just lip syncing, mm, which I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're getting out of doing that. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> are you enjoying yourself? Like, <laughs> like I know when people go on tour, they do lip sync. I don't know. I feel like there's more to the performance. I like they're just on stage and they're just purely like what, just jostling around to their uh, music, almost like, like karaoke, but like just lip syncing. Like they're like they're odd. not even like playing any of the. You know, instruments or yeah, it very, very in fucking a odd. in a small environment like that too. It's just like we it's so can obvious. tell that you're not singing. Like, it's so this is, weird. It'd be like one after another. Yeah. These people just like lip syncing and being that weirdos. That bother me so much. It, it's I'm weird. Like, I can do that. Because some of the people you're you're like, wait, are that person? I don't think is lip syncing. Oh yes, this rules. And then you like realize halfway through, no, they are too. Damn. That's so like that's and all wow. and all of these people had like yes and all, a crowd full of them and and for some reason like all these guys had like these huge egos where like no one would really be into it in the crowd but then like at the end they're just like oh like I I know you guys want one more I'm gonna give you one more like and it's like oh no your time should be up so then after like all these guys so like let's say my friend was supposed to go on at like ten or something we're all waiting around for ten it would it would really be like 10 30 11 because every single motherfucker out there was like i know you guys want May one more hyphen. i'm gonna do one more and then he, <laughs> i know, <laughs> and then he I went, know you want me to stand on stage and, we're, and, and we're like no one does like it's like Ooh. silent no one's like yeah encore <laughs> and then my friend would finally go up and he would like do all his own stuff like he brings out like a guitar he like is actually singing this and actually hurt. performing like a rock star and is like killing it and it's like yes so why weren't you all doing I'm this? just really enjoying like this like these people walking around on stage being like ooh woo like I know you want more like I know you want more of me singing karaoke and like this whole crowd is like if we don't make eye contact maybe he'll get off stage and it, then it like, makes start no sense to me. oh my god like, please please who needs for to tell the them? criminy criminy are your friends <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, I would like at least boost up my friends a little bit and be like you know Maybe It'd be a little shorter. Maybe a little. Maybe like just one song. Maybe just like maybe like practice. a little singing. Yeah, maybe you practice. You know, a little doing live your song. or like something live. You don't have to sing. Maybe you could talk. You could do something unique for <laughs> you the could, live. You could juggle. Uh-huh. You could just start. Juggling. I was going to say like do a little jig. Like if you could like learn like a cool TikTok dance. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like people have gotten real famous off of just shaking their arms around. You so br- if you bring can do out, something, bring out a yo-yo and start walking the dog. Oh, that would actually yo. be a gas. I've only been to one concert where they had um, 3D goggles, but Whoa. that was kind of insane. And you could do that. Flying Lotus, I think. Fly low. Wow. Yeah, Flying Lotus. 
Yep, yep. And I was also, when I went there, I was like, and they like handed out 3D goggles throughout the crowd. I was like, why don't more festivals or more concerts do this? I know, it honestly. It rattled my brain. This happened recently, like in the past two years too, where I was like, ah, that's fucking sick. Like, Dang, I love like that. nice like electric music too. So they had like nice little synthesizing. They used to do, um, I think they did a, like a little bit for Adult Swim or something. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass now. Um, <laughs> did you do anything fun in this past? Anything Cleveland related? Anything Cleveland related? Um, well, I can tell. I can talk about my day a little bit. Which your what? day? My day. What's your What's your day? Which is like <laughs> my, my day? Which is um, I had an interesting shoot this evening um, on the east side of Cleveland, and I was kind of dreading it all night. A little bit because it was a late shoot. It was actually what I I had called you like right before I like went to it. But mm-hmm. I have been doing these shoots for this other like company for like three years. Like they'll just like freelance style, like where they just like hit me up randomly. They'll, they're like, hey, we need you to photograph this like local business because they're not like they're not around here. They're like based in like Texas or something. So they'll like tell me these like random like businesses to like photograph. I'll be like, okay, cool. And half the time these businesses end up being in like residential houses, which makes me mm-hmm. feel really weird. You know what I mean? Like they don't give me any yeah. information. They give me a name of who to ask for when I get there. Yeah. And then it's weird to pull up into a driveway too and be like, I'm here for a professional. Like, <laughs> I'm here I'm for here a to professional. Shoot products, yeah. I think. Like, mm-hmm. dude, they throw me, they throw me to the wolves. They literally tell me the person's name, the name of the company, and then they send me like a reference, like gallery of photos for me to like mimic. It's been working out for you though. It's you, been you, it's you been, been working out, but I've also like every single time I'm like, wow, I feel so anxious. Like I have no idea. You know? Why do you keep doing this? I don't know. Then? It's almost it's almost like an exercise at this point where I'm like, yeah. I don't know. A, this sounds like a little bit less anxious. It's all it works out like every time a, somehow. Maybe this is just like Lindsay's trial. You're like, this is like, okay, here, here we go. Here's what I gotta prove I'm a little tough. I'm a I'm a, I'm a tough girl. But yeah, this I'm one was like girl. after dark. I'm going to the east side of Cleveland to someone's house. <laughs> it just felt so out of place. But I like ring the doorbell and um yeah, it ended up being it ended up being great though. The woman led me in, feel- into her basement where I took pictures of like Oh jeez. That's still very I'm sorry. I know, yeah, I'm, it's, yeah, I'm like location settings on. I am entering the basement. But it ended up being good. I think the girl runs like a cool sculpting type thing out of her basement. And she was very nice. And it was a very oh. like quick shoot. It ended up being great. And she gave me a hug at that. And she was like, I feel like you want to hug me right now. And I was like, I kind of do. It's really adorable. It was like really cute. Actually- it ended up being like oh, a really great time. Why does that like touch my, I don't know. There's it was very about- touching. I- yeah. I feel like you want to I've hug been having it. people get excessively like cute with me recently like this girl I met over when I was down in Portland it was funny too like the friend I was staying with he was like let's go meet my one friend I think you would really like her I meet her we trade Instagrams we see we have mutual friends on Instagrams I'm like oh my god you know blah 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 and she's like of course I know blah 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 and like we go into this whole thing you know and we're like sorry 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 yeah you know that thing that girls do where we just kind of like then start like Waving our hands in front of our faces and lightly smacking our hands together and oh just my like God. screaming. Yes. It's really fun. I will say, like, I used to like I judge smack other girls and be like with you right now. Literally, if I only. just wanna like I wanna like flap my hands around and like we just like lightly slap fingers and we're just like lee, 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 and we're like 
talking about bargain deals or something. <laughs> I would love it. Like, I don't, there was something about it that I used to be like, oh, that shit's so annoying. Girls are so annoying. I'm not like other girls. And then I got indoctrinated <laughs> in it and I was like, this shit's sweet. I love being like other girls. They're so fun. <laughs> Get in here, girlfriend. Let's hug. <laughs> but yeah, she was like, she was chatting with me and she was just like, what is it about you? Like your energy? Like, how are you just able to like feel people? I'm like, you're like really gassing me up in a way that like, I, again, I think like people think this thing and I'm like, it, I'm just, I'm, I'm Midwestern and you've been in the PMW for a while and you're used to everyone being an asshole to you. I'm not like a special emotional person, but it feels like it just because I look you in the eyes and I'm like, yeah, I understand, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it was really fun just having her like, be like, mm, like, I love meeting you. Like, I can't like your energy, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I understand. That's fun. Oh, another, like, so this is, like, Ohio news, like, came out today. Yes. I had told you about this, too. Was this today? Um, No, this. Like, literally today? No, I told you about it today. No, this was, like. Oh, okay, okay. Probably Friday. But you did. Oh, so, well, like, three, three days much. ago. Very, very recent. <laughs> but basically, Ohio passed this bill where teachers are able to arm themselves so it's passed. Okay, I gotta look. It's this up. passed. It's passed. Yes. yes. It's not just proposed. It's not just proposed. Okay. This thing passed. I, yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't actually process that this passed. Yes. I don't crazy. Know if I, I don't. I don't. I, feel I don't weird. like this. Like I, I don't there's like, like this. good sides. I don't like this. A lot of bad I don't sides. Think there, I don't think there are good sides. I would rather. Okay, so. Here's a lot of my problems with people being their own police force, um, including the police, is they're unfortunately pretty bad at it. And even instances where, like, there was, like, some cop who also, like, he used his military training. So this is, like, a very niche incident that I'm going to reference right now. But I think it kind of just demonstrates why I don't think you should just give anyone a gun for the most part and tell them you can keep people secure. Like, I mean, if you want to have guns, that's fine. I don't think that's fine, though, to just, like, if you're going to be security detail, I don't think it's necessary to just be, like, here's a gun, especially for teachers and whatnot. And like a lot of our training in America doesn't teach you to de-escalate. It doesn't teach you to like, like we get very trigger happy very immediately. And it's not until you get into like the military, do you learn like de-escalation tactics like there. So the story I was going to reference was there was a cop who was going to go take out a man who this was like, um, a, an active shooter situation and this guy is like there with a gun and this guy like this cop shows up and he like sees this guy and he sees like this very distressed man and he can kind of instantly recognize that this man is not really a threat and instead he believes that this man is trying to instead commit suicide by cop so he gets this guy instead to drop his gun and to get on the ground and then another cop shows up and then kills the guy unfortunately and then the main, the first cop who didn't do anything about it because he used his like military tactics to de-escalate. That's not what cops were taught. He was actually then fired. He got reinstituted or like money instated or whatever. Whoa. But we ultimately, yeah, I can look up this case, but it's very, it's very sad too because the guy, the guy that was to trying to commit. the gun. And when they went and opened up the gun, the gun had no bullets in it. So it was definitely a suicide by cop. It was a very sad and tragic incident where this very just like sad and mentally ill black man was just like, I just want to end it all. And he just called or like, I think he had his girlfriend or he called the cops himself and he was like, I'm going to. It's sad. It's a very oh, sad story. And this person was able to recognize 
And he was only able to recognize it because of an excessive amount of other training that he had from the military and whatnot that teaches you all these complex situations, which I think is really abundant in a school. So ultimately, like, that's just why I'm like, like, it's just very, eh, things get very complex very quickly. And the second you bring out a gun, it doesn't get less complex. It doesn't like. I know that. See, that's now it all makes sense. (laughs) And I'm like I'm just out here. Also, I w- I would just like to like casually bring bring up like me and Emily are talking about this because we have like been through a school shooting, so we have like thoughts on like this topic, and so that's why like mm-hmm. this whole thing even comes up. But anyway, I just feel like if a teacher just has a gun in a classroom, I I just feel like if a kid wants a gun, he's gonna like find any way to get one, and he's like, oh like. There's one in in the school somewhere. Let me, like, find out where. Like, I just feel like it would be, like, stolen somehow or, like, there would be some kind of accident regarding it. You know what I mean? Well, especially when we in our country, gun control isn't that – like, I don't think obtaining a gun, especially in certain states – it's really – even in, like, Washington, even in a very liberal state – it is not that hard for me to find a gun from either private dealer, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, that's kind of why, like, I guess, like – Going, this is like kind of, you know, I I do not like hypotheticals and I'm not into the world of playing hypotheticals. But if I'm going to kind of look back at our experience um, where unfortunately, like we were in high school, our school went through a school shooting. I thankfully wasn't in school that day. Lindsay, I think you were. In yeah, school I was in school. Yeah. Yeah, I just I personally can't imagine a teacher having a gun. And so the incredible thing is that like our school shooting, a teacher motherfucking chased out our school shooter Hell without yeah. a gun. He had he had the a, most so crazy. Mr. Richie, shout out. Mr. Richie and Mr. Hall. And Mr. Hall. So both of them together. Yes. Mr. Hall chased him out and Mr. Richie saved um a student's life. It's very, it's an incredibly insane thing. It's very incredibly tragic. But just the fact that what teachers could do without a gun, I think shows a lot, you know? And I just can't imagine. So when you first mentioned this, like Lindsay and I like had a brief chat earlier today and you like brought this up and I just immediately thought of all the crazy teachers I know that I'm like, oh no, 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 no. I do not want to. Dude, The amount of teachers like. We had some teachers with severe anger management, Mm -hmm. like severe. Because you mentioned, you mentioned the one teacher that like threw a chair at the wall and then I was thinking about it later, like after we hung up and I'm like, wait, I know another teacher that did, like I know multiple teachers that like did crazy shit like you know Yo, just like, it was like low-key normal if you got a teacher upset in school they would freaking throw a metal chair at the wall they would they would lose their shit oh my god i also like i don't i don't mm. i remember one time <laughs> a teacher getting like mad and like his thing was like he would throw a stapler across the room and mm-hmm. one time he did that and it hit one of the students Oh my god! Yeah, I remember, and he would we throw were, it like in full speed. Like it was, you oh, don't no. fuck with that. I, again, I've like literally seen a teacher like pick up one of those desk chair things and just yeet it at a wall, which I was like, oh, I'm 12, <laughs> so I can like just laugh on through this. But like as an adult, I'm definitely like, whoa, insane, whoa, insane. That I, someone like, would so, like just deal with their emotions that way in front of children. There is something really insanely heartless about like 
people, like all of people, I'm sorry, I don't care who you are, but between the age of like 11 to 19, like your hubris, your mental energy, your puberty, because I remember being insane and crazy. I remember all my friends. I mean, you look at the TikTok teens now doing what? Delirious licks. What is that? Delicious licks. Uh, Fuck, what's that called? Devious Licks, Devious Licks, where they were like destroying bathrooms. Did you not see that? That was a whole TikTok uh-uh. thing where like high school teens, TikTok had to ban the hashtag Devious Licks. And this was happening earlier in the school year, like at the beginning of kind of like the fall start or whatever. Um, high school teenagers would destroy first they would steal stuff they would rip stuff off of walls they would like steal stuff out of the classrooms they would like steal fire hydrants or stop signs and they'd be like look at this devious lick or they would steal you know like just anything they could steal pretty much and then it turned into destroying things like destroying toilets destroying ripping the covers off. like it, it became a whole chaos thing then they banned the hashtag then became the there was then Heavenly Gains, I think it was called, which is then the exact opposite, which is actually when I saw this uh, backlash, uh, which is like a positive backlash to it, I immediately was like, this is something that would happen in our high school where they did like Heavenly Gains. I could be wrong in remembering that, but it was called something like that. And they would instead make their bathrooms really nice. So then like, you know, it'd be like a 15 year old high school boy opening up like the bathroom and he like scans around and there's like candles lit. There's pictures, like nice posters on the wall. There's a whole like cabinet of lotions and face wash and like, yeah, these again, these TikTok teens, like any teenagers are crazy. Teenagers are fucking crazy. Their brains are weird. I remember being crazy as a teenager. I remember being like, no one can understand me. I really think it's appropriate to just sort of like hunger game style that shit. I'm sorry. Just kind of like, you know, let it happen over there. Teachers don't need guns involved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All I'm saying, if you're nervous, get metal detectors installed and hire a true security person. That would be my only like effective. I don't need the amount of yeah, again, somebody crazy with like, genu- genuine training on what to do. Yeah. And my and in high school, the high school I went to, like it specialized in making people go insane the way we would demonize i not it, i don't want to act like like for real I, did not, I would like to immediately exonerate myself i was not a part of the way that people would treat kids or teachers but when there was like a substitute teacher for the french class oh the my goal god. was to was go through as many subs as possible you were in that i class? was in that class oh my god we tried to go I through as many subs as possible we would like ruin my one friend these, she would come subs. and get me because so like three months into the school year she's like it's awful. It's awful to watch a grown adult come in, attempt to get, take control, and then weep in front of a group of high schoolers that <laughs> cheer. <laughs> and then they get a new one. So my friend would just come in. Say- she had like an, a fake office pass and she would come and get me and like, we would just walk around and I'm like, what are you doing right now? And she's like, I have French, you know, the one where we bully that teacher. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I will say though, each sub like at first they were just like kind of weird subs and then like with each one that we got to disappear they just became oh like evil they were it was like a more mean and strict sub would say, take its place you get the worst. and then it became like more of a challenge to break them and <laughs> you pull no stop Lindsay. Were you i know part i wasn't of this? part Don't of it I just, no no i was not a part of it i was just like witness, i will say i definitely was a witness it. to some and honestly, well, some, of, some of them were really mean, though. Some of them were, like, really mean and strict. And I'm just like, I'm glad that this is 
Yeah. Yeah, really. And also, like, you're the adult in this situation. Learn how to deal with teenagers. Don't bring a gun into them. <laughs> They're just so many, like, it just doesn't, I can't believe that actually passed. That, like, genuinely, like. I know. I, there's just I something know. about that, like, I, people won't get their motherfucking kids vaccinated, but they'll be, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not to be that person, but, like, for real, you're going to let, like, some 26-year-old liberal arts student who's going to go teach your kids for underpaid wages, and then you're going to be like, oh, they can have a gun, but also I'm not going to vaccinate my kids, and also I'm cool with, like, what, like, draw, mm, whatever. This this world is so confusing. <laughs> and also, like, I mean, so, even with Everything is just everything, too. Like, I shouldn't even like that's part of it is I get caught up in the like even vitriol. with ha- like somebody having a gun like that's not gonna like ignite like a fight reflex if they're like you know for like fight or flight like if mm-hmm. you're a coward you are still gonna be a coward whether or not you like have a gun at your disposal I feel like and you don't know that until you're in those situations well I just also feel like even if you have a gun at your disposal like you're not going to you have to really It's so, everything is so chance. It happens so quickly. And you really have to have like a set training protocol. Like even in our own police force, even in our own, like, like the amount of friendly fire or even people who own guns, who own guns legally, the amount of times that like someone accidentally gets shot, like the amount of incidents from just, because in America, guns are just everywhere. And I'm not anti-guns by any means. I actually am interested. I would like to get a gun. I would like to learn how to shoot a gun. I would like to see a gun and be completely comfortable, know everything about it. Cause I would rather know it. I would rather be comfortable around it. I would rather, you know, know the ins and outs. It's not going away. It's here. But again, like it is abundantly present. Like the amount, like our, we just live in, like we are tripping over guns in America to a point that I think we've become so desensitized to it. And the whole rest of the world is like, oh my God, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you know, every incident ends in a gunfight. And it's like, that doesn't need like, ah. In Seattle, there was a very recent and tragic incident and it hasn't happened in a while, but it happened in June where it was out in Alki Beach and there was just an argument between two young people and it's very sad. It was like a young dad and then this like fuckhead shooting off fireworks and someone pulled out a gun. And again, you pull out a gun and you think you're like, haha, I win. But this is America. And the other person pulls out a gun. Oh, God. And it doesn't de-escalate from there. So like one person pulls out a gun, the other person pulls out a gun. No, one. you don't. Again, you don't. You don't, like, say, oh, we both have guns. See ya. (laughs) You know, it doesn't go. So that's kind of my, like, I am all for, I think gun ownership is fine. I believe in America, the level of guns that are prolific everywhere, I honestly think, like, it should be in our public school system how to deal with guns. I like truly believe like you should be able to like know the anatomy because like you should know how to disarm a gun. I think that's actually a a reasonable, you should know what the safety is. You should have a reasonable understanding. It would make laws make a lot more sense. You would know the difference between hunting rifles and assault rifles and blah, blah, blah. And you could have different opinions then. 
But again, it's not going away. And I'm all just here for reasonable. But these things, again, I, I think we're just escalating into a world where it's like, I guess the teachers have guns. And what if like, what if like you're just born at birth and instead of your social security number, it's now just the number on your gun because we're all given guns at birth. <laughs> so now we'll know whenever you kill someone because it's your social security number because it's your gun number and you got to, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes it just feels like it does get to a ridiculous level. And I wish we could like at least like very deeply be like, can we at least admit it's a little <laughs> fucked up how far it's gotten? It'd be like if everyone was drunk driving all the time, we'd have to eventually be like, okay, <laughs> do we have a society of alcoholics? What should we do here? What, what, what do we do about it? Lowered the drinking age. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's also actually an interesting point in America because we should lower the drinking age. But also at the same time, I never want to go into a bar where I see an 18-year-old because I did that a few times in Europe. Actually, I went into bars where I saw 16-year-olds and I was like, ew. <laughs> Let's make the, ew, the drinking age should here. be old. Now that I'm 26... <laughs> I've heard of uh, festivals that are like 25 and up, and I'm like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah. Man. Would you ever get a gun, Lindsay? Would you ever? So I I don't have a gun, but Eric does. And Eric's actually like very <sighs> into like knowing of like the safety of guns and like what yes. whatnot. I'm here for it. I, give me I gun, remember give me responsible because again, it's not going away. So it's I'm not going away. Like, yeah. Uh, he's give me that reasonable. He honestly, like he's control. yeah, he's very like reasonable. I don't know. If reasonable. Right Sorry, go on. He's very like responsible with his gun. He'll like clean it, like all the I think it's you have to clean it like once once a month or something. Yes. I can only think of someone having a bayonet and cleaning it like with a long stick and yeah, that's thing, exactly you know? that's exactly the it. civil war. Yes. Wait, does he actually do that? Yeah, he does that. Is that how you it's crazy? Whoa, wait. What? Yeah. I'm so <laughs> and then you have like oil or something. I don't know. But he I mean he honestly Me. he mostly does like target practice stuff and like we'll go to like um I don't know, like a shooting range. And it's like for fun. Like he just like has fun like doing that and like getting better with like aim. But I yeah. am seriously like I'm someone that's like I used to be terrified of guns, obviously. And I remember the mm -hmm. first time like walking into like I was like hanging out with him in like the summer. And so I was like meeting him at his like parents' house. And so I get there. His mom's like, oh, he's like he's in the kitchen or whatever. Like, go meet him in the kitchen. I'm like, okay, great. And he's at the dining room table cleaning his gun. And I was uh, so, like, I've never felt more uncomfortable in my life. Like, I felt so, oh, like, no. the first sweaty few times. and small and, like, just weird, just very, like, very scary. I feel that, too. I had a really hard time, I think, post my um, – Post our school shooting, it kind of took me yeah. a while to feel comfortable around guns for a while, period, because I definitely remember I also yeah. in college, there were like a few times, the first few times I saw guns on an individual person was pretty sketchy because like I was in the Midwest. Like I'm just so used to like, like there is a, it's really like, I'm kind of into it. I love like America's lawlessness. Like I truly like, I love being an American. I think there's something to be said, but I do understand why other countries look at us and they're like, oh my God, what the fuck are you saying? Like you're just, <laughs> there's just guns left and right. Cause the first yeah. few times I saw guns in college, like, you know, I'm going to go buy dr drugs from people. And I remember like, you know, sneaking into some room with my college boyfriend and talking to some fucking sketchy looking dude. And like, I, there's a gun on the bed and I remember oh kind of like not, 
I don't know how to react. And then when we walk out, I'm like, that's not a real gun, right? And like, everyone's like, why would you think that's not real? And I'm like, I just, why would you be real? I can't get it. Why would it like, just be there wanna, laying out? Why would it just be there laying on a bed? Like laying on, like imagine like literally this dude sitting on a comforter, like dealing us drugs and like his, it's like tossed into the bed. Like you'd like look over and think it's like a phone. And then like you glance back and like, no, that's a gun. Oh my <laughs> God. So there were, for that's me, terrifying. it took me a while. I like witnessed some serious things where I was like, you're like, you're like, I'm $5 short on what I owe you. And he's like, pulls out the gun. Yeah, this dude's like tweaking and he's kind of like muttering under, and he's like, you know, my roommate's pissing me off. And you're just like, okay, well, he should be nicer to you. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with anything you had to say. So that's just like, that's, I'm all here for gun safety. Guns, like if I own a gun, I would never... I just, I would never want to like, uh, I don't want to walk, like, so, for example, I live in uh, an apartment building. I personally would never feel comfortable owning a gun in an apartment building, for me personally, because I just feel like it's so, like, the drywall, it's so shallow, it would infect other people. Like, if I own, like, you know, farmland, if I own these other ideas of, like, American property, I think my mindset, like, begins to dramatically change. But again, like, whenever you think of it in a context like that, where it's like, we're all hanging out and there's just, like, a gun on the table. It's like, why? Oh, why? Yeah. We're all friends. Like, Why'd you make this what weird? What do you think is going to happen? Like, <laughs> I love you, man. I, lo- I love You're you. You're my best friend. <laughs> why is it? Man. So Spooky. And that's just a little glimpse. A little glimpse. I think it's interesting when people like. I'm a lot more comfortable like, though now, I feel like. I am a lot yeah. more comfortable because I know so many more people that take it so much more seriously. I feel like, like the last guy I dated too, I think I mentioned this on pod, but, um, we like went to a gun shop and he bought a gun in front of me. Oh, and we like watched it I always. Don't, I don't think that you mentioned that. <laughs> oh my gosh, the last guy I dated. Uh, so, if it's not obvious, I'm fairly left in my politics, but I love dating conservative men because I love torturing myself. <laughs> and the last guy I dated in Ohio, he was such a cutie pie, and I like showed him. He never really watched. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Wonderful show. I feel like that's not really a show for you, Lindsay. Like I feel like I. Have you seen it before? I've, I've seen I feel it, like that's yeah. just um, it's just not your it's not my yeah. I mean I I like like an episode here and there. I feel like I can't watch it like it's just like yeah. all you know, like I can't watch like five episodes in a row. Like I can't like binge Ugh, it. That's what I love about you because I just feel because it's a track. <laughs> <laughs> we're just so different, you know. But we're just like such different girls. But um Crazy. yeah, I showed him the it's always there's an episode called like Gun Fever or something, and it's like a really hilarious episode where like Danny DeVito goes on the news and he's just like wielding guns and he's like, Everyone's gonna buy more guns. The immigrants, you gotta get them, they're gonna take all your shit. And you know, he's just fucking Danny DeVito that's like four foot six and just waving around he's dual so guns. Teensy. And, He's so teensy and fun. It's like when he's being racist, you're like, that's just, you know, like he, it's fun. <laughs> you enjoy it. The first. Movie. And so I'm like, oh, go on. I was going to say the first movie I ever saw Danny DeVito in was Matilda. And that's a, mm-hmm. such a different role for him. Have you heard about, oh, not to, I got to go down the Tumblr path. Oh, this is like the most famous Tumblr post about Danny DeVito. But you know, uh, the actress Matilda, she's an orphan, or I believe she was an orphan. Really? And like like in real real life. mm Mm-hmm. 
in real life or she was having like family problems here let me look it up i'm gonna look up the tumblr post because this is a very famous thing about danny devito i'm gonna finish here let me finish my gun fever story okay, real quick. okay. so i showed this guy uh an episode of it's always sunny that was making fun of people buying guns and he was just like i want to go buy a gun and i'm like okay. oh, and then we went and bought a gun <laughs> right then <laughs> but it's I, a I really enjoyed it because he was very um serious about it like again this is someone who like takes like i i just appreciate when someone's um i don't know just responsibility that's all we can have all right danny devito matilda the incredible true story behind danny devito and matilda this is so fun oh my gosh don't give me some fucking long ass give me the fucking tumblr post <laughs> give Come me on. the two sentence <laughs> right oh my god everyone had to make a goddamn buzzfeed article out of it okay here's the tumblr post okay okay so matilda was directed by danny devito too whoa and then someone, Ginger Viva, responds, hold up, Danny DeVito directed the most influential film of my childhood. And then Revenant666 responds and says, not only directed it, but starred in it, took care of Mara Wilson, parentheses Matilda, while her mother was in the hospital with cancer. Excuse me, I was wrong. And even managed to get an advanced copy of the movie for her to watch before she succumbed to her illness. This man is a treasure. Whoa. Yeah. Aww. And Mara Wilson, that actress, she's like a Twitter girl now. She's like a Twitter reply guy, kind of. Really? Um, but she frequently, like, she's kind of, like, a little obnoxious on Twitter. Like, she's very, like, when I take, you know, response to, like, Trump and be, like, more like Trump. I could be wrong, but I feel like she's in that vein. Of <laughs> but she's also really adorable. She's, like, highly praised. Like, she's, like, Danny DeVito is an incredible person and has done so much for me and was always, like, like genuinely took care. And she's like a fucking Aww. child actor, which is a very insane thing to think about. So that's so yeah, I like I that you like, I feel Matilda. like children children actresses like don't usually children actors don't usually have like good I experiences, actually, you know? Yeah. That's one of those things that um, you know how people are like, oh, like high school actors, like we need high schoolers. And there's a part of me that's like, yes, and and I know I think a long time ago you and I talked about in person, um, the Bo Burnham movie that I still haven't seen. Oh, eighth, eighth grade. grade. Yeah, he and that's like captured awesome because the experience uses- of eighth grade so well. Like I felt like the scenes in that movie felt like scenes from like my eighth grade. I really need to go back and watch that because it seems really poignant and lovely like it seems like something that like he really took in the cast I think there's such an enigma again that's what I'm trying to talk about with teenagers like that's why you don't arm the teachers you just seal off the room and you let the kids fight it out a little bit but no sharp objects (laughs) break it up a little bit break it up (laughs) teenagers are this weird enigma (laughs) that only they can get so I love that like he gave them like eighth graders because I feel like if I was in eighth grade and I saw that I'd be so like uh, like this means so much more because it's not I don't know it's hard to explain I think kids have like I think there's like a legitimacy to the position of being a child because it's so brief but you're not necessarily like I think you're like a dumb human but you're not necessarily like a or you're like an inexperienced human you know but you're still a human like I hate how people treat kids there's or and even teenagers yeah they still have this realm but then I also am kind of like I think uh, not having child actors can kind of be beneficial when you hear how fucked up situations can get. So it's always kind of the hard thing with um, art settings. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that passed. I'm just going to say <laughs> Ohio. I know. It's so weird. 
I thought it was just like being proposed past the, past the comments like, on I, it too are like brutal. It's like people that are like for it, like then there's like a million people like hating just, on the person that's for it, and then people that are against it, there's a million people hating on the person that's against it. Yeah. It's just like such insane comments. Like, oh yeah. Here, yeah. Rule number one with debating, like, um, let's see, how does most debates work? Like 40% on either side will not change their mind. And then there's like a 20% buffer that may change their mind. So when you start like thinking and getting into these arguments, I get it. It's tempting. You're never going to win. You're never going to win. You don't argue. Don't argue with the people. You see them dissenting. You can maybe, you can maybe work with someone in real life, maybe someone on the, but if not someone's online, like, fully, like, not on the web, you yeah, cannot. not online. And if someone online is like, I think a teacher should have, every teacher should have a gun. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're not going to like, you just got to wait. Like you just got to shrug and say, you know what? Okay, fine. But like, if I saw a person in real life, all I have to do is start giving some examples. All I have to do is look at you, Lindsay, and be like, what about this teacher? What about this teacher? I'd be like, what wow, about this you teacher? <laughs> and we'd all be like, they should not have a gun. Like, not in the classroom. I would be like, Throwing the chairs. amount of situations I have been in, like, between the teacher and student, that was so fucking tense. Like, I've seen teachers just break down. Like, we went to a mean high school. <laughs> a mean, just a mean. I think, I think kids are just mean, period, actually. I don't even want to, like, <laughs> so I just feel like why why would you give an adult the ability to be like they were I don't know they're I like I'm ultimate power <laughs> now <laughs> I just, in case you I'm kids very, didn't know <laughs> I'm just very surprised like again I'm surprised that it's not every school has to have a police officer with a gun because I, I mean that's still kind of crazy but like that makes a little bit more sense as opposed to just like no a teacher like no I'm sorry no no, I'm uh, no, like what? No, they're kids. Why? No, like how often are there school shootings? Get a metal detector. I don't know. <laughs> so, and again, I can't imagine in our situation, nothing like I feel very like the, the situation we went through was awful. And I honestly think uh, uh, miraculously enough, like it was still like, Again, a teacher literally charged out uh, this active school shooter. Another teacher saved another kid's life. He put on a bulletproof vest. He had an axe. Like, yeah, those are very dangerous and scary things. And those, but I think those are so much more legitimate than like I cannot imagine. Like again, I don't. It just, uh, just you want to give a teacher a gun and have them be like, which one is the shooter? I don't know. They shot from that crowd and they start shooting into it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! Oh no! That's that's the thing too. It's like there's like a what what do they call it? Like the grapevine or something? Where like I I remember like that day. Um, all of us are like trying to figure out what's going on. You know, we're in lockdown. We have no idea. We see on Twitter that our school's trending and like we're, un- we're trying to figure out why. And it's like figure out that, oh, it, there is a shooting happening right here, right now. Wow, that's crazy. I was that- at home and my mom shook me awake at 7.30 a.m. And she's like, there's been a shooting at your school. Straight and up, dude. News. Yes. Uh, dude, the, new, the, the, the news had it like immediately. And like all of us that were like there were like, what's going on? Like we're really scared what is happening and um there was like a million like rumors going around like the hallways and like over like text well, they thought over, there like, were Twitter. multiple shooters like, yeah they yes were, people like, thought there was multiple, like, multiple shooters people. there were so many different storylines so, going on so it's like yeah don't give somebody very, a, 
Exactly. <laughs> like I can't imagine in that situation because people, uh, it's it's a very confusing. Like you need the dust to settle to start picking apart a situation like that, and it doesn't get better once you start telling. I don't know. Like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that must have been. That's so interesting to think about all that. Like we would have been in the same room. If we you, would have been. I'm were. happy I was not. I yeah. actually might not have been. I might have been in um, the cafeteria. That's why that I terrifying. don't need to. Like, it's, yeah. Right? I always think about it's, It's again, it's a world of like, I. that's why I think like hypotheticals are very like, you can get into the hypotheticals. And I used to for a while. I used to be like, what if I was there? What if this? But, like, but it's it like the reality is like that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I don't even like with the hypotheticals of this law passing, I almost don't want to get into like, what if this, 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 because it's not happening. And uh, I don't want to sensationalize something that isn't happening, but I just still don't feel I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Like I wouldn't feel good about like a 12 year. I wouldn't feel if I was 13 and I went into motherfucking school and I saw some of those teachers I knew and, I, and they were like, I have my rifle underneath the desk. And like, like, oh I can't sit God. in this room anymore. Everybody, everybody I see you throw a stapler. When they, I see you throw a desk. When they say I be quiet, like, I guess we, we really got to be quiet. Right? Like, because, and they want, like, I was, uh, this is also something when we were talking about um, earlier on the phone, because <laughs> we were talking about our school, and I was saying how I keep on seeing news stories where it's like, um, it'll be like some really fucked up racist thing happened between like a teacher and student, and I'm constantly like, haha, that makes me think of our middle school. Like, I can verbatim yep. think of like, immediately like I saw and this was something that like again so you know Lindsay and I are both very white so for us we can have a little giggle about this but obviously this is very terrible and fucked up and should not happen especially to like a marginalized student of color that is you know probably in a racist area if their teacher felt comfortable saying this but like you know some 12 year old Muslim kid goes up to his teacher and he's like can I have extra time on the test and the teacher's like I don't negotiate with terrorists and it's like, oh, no. Okay. And, like, that was, like, a news story. And I'm like, hmm, that would just be a daily, like, occurrence. I know. Like, I feel like no, like no one would bat an eye at but us. Like, like, that was, like, our teachers were, would say some crazy like, I was shit. Like, huh. And it's not okay. Yeah. Like, if they say that, then all the students are like, oh, it's okay to say these things about you or, like. It's not. Exactly. But then I just, again, then can't imagine arming kids or like any, uh, just, <laughs> it's one of those things that I'm immediately so happy. I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I don't get to be a part of this conversation. Like, I'm so glad I'm not in the schools. I'm so glad I don't have kids. That must suck. <laughs> like when COVID first hit and all of like my coworkers are like, I don't know what to do with my kids. And they're like suffering. I'm like, I bet that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all of my friends in college who are like, I'm paying like $50,000 a year to sit at home and take online classes and drag my virtual avatar across the great like thing to graduate. I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> Dude, honestly. Can't relate. Can't relate. <laughs> Thankfully, that wasn't my problem. <laughs> Dude, I do like, I actually I do would quite not a, know how to solve. I do quite a bit of like senior photos. And so it was like such a bleak Aww. conversation though, like this oh, past year. No. I mean like, so what are you like, what are you up to this next after graduation? They'd be oh, like, no, I don't know. I guess so I'm just like sad. hanging out at home and doing all my online college classes. I'm like, oh, oh no. That's it's like literally in like college, like at least it's good that like they didn't get into the grift because I think it's better 
my advice to the young, all the you young people who are listening to this, do as many college classes as you can cheaply through community college yes. before going to like whatever college you want. That's the best thing. So some of these kids are getting, but I feel so bad for all the kids who are in college and who are just like, oh, your senior year, fuck you. Like no more of that. Like, and like, again, you're spending like, I had so many friends who were like, yeah, I was just sitting in my house paying for very expensive tuition because they got to go to like the this college, that college, some fancy brand name. And like they don't even get to, I don't know. That was definitely. And again, it was one of those things where I'm like, wow, I'm just so happy I don't have to have an answer for that. I don't know what the answer is. I'm so glad I don't have to be the one we're sp- like. <laughs> so with the whole like guns and teachers things, I'm like, wow, that seems fucked up. But ultimately, I can just oh, yeah. like. Ultimately, we are far <laughs> away from it. <laughs> oh, I can finally. put my blanket over my head and say, I have no kids. That's not my problem. <laughs> Good luck. That sounds like it sucks. <laughs> I would be like, I don't want to do I would be freaking out if I was like a parent in Ohio. <laughs> Again, knowing some of that shit, like, again, if I was, like, a parent who has, like, a slightly ethnically ambiguous kid, you are hearing that, like, oh, like, the teacher calling your kid a terrorist, you're probably like, yeah, that's just a, that's a Tuesday. So then hearing that, like, that teacher's armed, you're probably like, no, No. (laughs) that's not (laughs) terrifying. (laughs) <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be. Uh, maybe it'll be. Maybe it'll be for the best. Maybe it'll be for the best. I mean, because because maybe it's me. like teachers might just like choose. Like it'll be just like the ones that are, can actually handle that will be the ones that choose yeah. to bring a gun. I like in. to think that. Whereas like, the ones that don't people. know anything about it are like not doing any. You know. We. I hope the, we, the Mr. Richies of the world yeah. will have a gun, and that will be amazing. Maybe. <laughs> I also, maybe, but also, but also his bulletproof vest was enough. So, like, we don't I think need... it's like all the crazy, no offense, like, peace and love. I am someday going to be a crazy art lady teacher. I should not be armed. But, like, one day I'm going to be that weird, like, wafy 60 year old woman that's like drapesing in like a daisy dress and saying, like, let's all finger paint. And like, what if oh, like I had I a gun? That, for like, you. that would be <laughs> right. So oh. that's like also who I am. like. I I hope that like it is a reasonable thing, and I hope that all the people that are like I could bring that. When we're old, we should both yeah. be we should both be art teachers before like opposing like elementary schools. <gasps> I would love and to have be like a rivalry with you. I would love to like have dueling. Um, like choirs or like Battle of the Band, Ooh. like a musical. Oh my god! Like a Glee club. A music I want cow. something where we have to like. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> this would be worth. Like this is what. <laughs> that's the worst thing you should have to subject your kids to: unrelenting pressure <laughs> from an insane woman <laughs> in the Midwest. <laughs> Love it. And I can provide that. <laughs> So hire me. Oh, I can't oh, wait. Dude, I, I forgot, definitely I hope, to like, ask. What are you? What are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? Ooh, I am happily doing um, very little. I'm having a friendsgiving. I can't wait oh. for the day where I do nothing. Peace and love to my friends. I'm doing oh. a friendsgiving. I love that you invited me, and I want to keep being. But but oh I just God. love. I I don't. I don't like. I like. I like. I think Thanksgiving is a bullshit holiday, and I look forward to the day where like everyone does stuff, and I like lock my room for 24 hours and don't move, <laughs> and it will be amazing. Are, are you con- yeah, are you contributing anything for this friendsgiving? I probably should. I don't know what yet. I'm not a cook person. I usually bring plants. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good at <laughs> plants. 
I know how to cook. I've turned my kitchen into not a place where you can cook anymore. It's just a place where plants exist. I have so many you plants bring, now, like, Lindsay. Like some kind of like, yeah, a plant that could decorate like the table and like some other decoration stuff. Maybe I've already I brought so or is that lame? Is I've already brought them quite a few plants. Okay, but I like it. No, I'm here for it. But I've, unfortunately, <gasps> I've been using the decoration thing for a while now. Oh God, I could probably bring like veggies. You can get like good appetizers. Oh. You know, you can get like a hummus and put it into like a fancy wish, dish was- and like pita. I don't know. I could do. Yeah. The frustrating thing is like I know how to cook and everyone cooks and like I should cook, but I don't want to cook because it's so time consuming and you have to clean up and I live alone and like it's just so I don't want to do it. Like I know how to cook. I hate it when people think I don't know how to cook. I know how to cook. I just don't want to. It's so long. So I don't want to do it. Maybe I'll just get like easy bake cookies and I'll do that dude what's weird is like I so I am like not into cooking either what are you doing but like when when I'm like going to like okay like recently like let's say I'm like gonna be going over to like somebody else's house and it's gonna be like this Mm -hmm. dinner type thing I enjoy cooking for like other people's enjoyment like I enjoy cooking if it's like a group thing because so my one friend, he is a Muslim and he told me that like – so we were like getting dinner like this one night and he mm. like prayed before he ate. And I'm like, oh, like I just Aww. out of curiosity, like why like why do you do that or like what – like, you know, what are you, mm-hmm. what are you doing there? <laughs> and he said <laughs> – what are you doing? And he, he said that it's like when you're like given food, you're, like you don't know like – what someone's going through when they like prepare the food so you pray to kind of like cleanse like what you're eating so it's like as if it was like made with love like from the start and then you're consuming love and then like your day your day can be so good because like you're like consuming all this love and I thought that was so beautiful and I feel like you know when you like cook food for other people it's like oh they can like consume that love I just feel like it's like kind of a cool thought I love that. Right? I definitely – I totally agree that, like, I love cooking for other people. And so that's fun that, like – you have such a nice little kitchen area, too. Like, you've got a really fun little, like, chef spot, I feel. Little chef, little chef little spot. Chef. It's the island. It's the island. It's the wait. island. My, my little kitchen's nice. I The day I own an island, I feel like that's uh, just, like, you have an island, you're, like, don't talk to me. I'm <laughs> Don't. It, dude, it's crazy. It's like it's just so as soon nice. as you have an island, though, it's already gonna be like cluttered. Like ours is cluttered all the time. I, that's that is that's also like. And then what you're I like, like, I need like more to space. pretend. All of my surfaces are covered and shit, and I like to pretend that an island would solve all of my problems when I know I'm just me, covered in shit. I swear to God, you put your mail there, and it just it builds up <laughs> and it just hides it just hides the rest of the island dude i'm actually uh. making mashed potatoes this year and i'm like going ham i'm like doing my mom's recipe and i Aww. yeah dude her mashed potatoes are crazy they're so good she'll, i love that have, bringing out the irish and bringing it out yo and um, your grandmama would be so happy she's looking down or maybe <laughs> your grandmama mama. My, my grandpa maybe not your grandma. my grandpa would be there we go your grandpapa my <laughs> My grandpa, like my mom's dad, he used to like run a diner in Rhode Island. And so he would like apparently – he would like cook turkeys like every single day. Like he'd cook all the food and like he went like ham with it. So um, 
the mashed potatoes i believe come from like him like the recipe and they're so good and like my mom makes it for thanksgiving every year and this year we're celebrating with eric's family so i'm like i am i am bringing the mashed potatoes i cannot live without them for thanksgiving this is your first this is your first like you're the wife i'm the the wife showing up i never i never bring things to his family Mm. um like meals or anything and now i'm like i am making this and you guys are going to love it Yes, yes. stepping in. We're here. <laughs> I'm here for this. That's also, I feel like, you know, big like brownie, like, I don't know, I'm maybe wrong, but I just feel like Eric's mom is a good cook too. She is I a good cook. But um, I just assume that about all moms for the most all moms part, are like good from cooks. our generation. Yeah, like, especially Honestly. from our generation. I'm like, you fucking, you, you could, especially like American moms, you got to deal with like my mom, like, turned like, wine out of water with some of the things that like <laughs> like potatoes like with, like very like few things like she made fucking perfect wine you know? out of water <laughs> i love that yeah eric's mom's a great cook. A she, does, she doesn't do like mashed potatoes though apparently she hates doing that so i'm like oh this is perfect for me oh nice this is perfect oh, this was your time it to was shine. meant to be oh i love that well that's so fun ah yeah. well we're at an hour now so so it's a good little if, Thanksgiving. Yeah, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, if you want some more content from us, um, you can subscribe to our Patreon. We have three episodes in there now, or by, yes. by the time you hear this be, episode, there will be three. By the time you hear this episode, I have to edit a whole bunch, but I'm going to be sitting here and editing, which yeah. I'm excited for. I was busy having fun in Portland, so like, sorry I can't do that. But okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Subscribe to our Patreon. We've got episodes. Go follow our Instagram because Lindsay makes really fun memes yeah. and if you interact with them, it will encourage and that's it, fun. it does encourage Oh, me. and we also yep. have more content. We've been working on just behind the scenes stuff, aka selfies of us podcasting. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.